This is Ozarks at Large. The musical Turning 15 on the Road to Freedom won't be on stage at Walton Arts Center as originally planned since the national tour has been canceled. But we'll still be able to see a production through the Walton Arts Center. Details about that in a few minutes. Turning 15 on the Road to Freedom is based on the life of Linda Blackman-Lowry, the youngest person to participate in the Voting Rights March of 1965 from Selma to Montgomery. She celebrated her 15th birthday during that march. It was even earlier, when she was seven, that she first vowed to work for social justice. Her mother died in childbirth when she could not receive treatment or a blood transfusion at the nearest white hospital. Blood had to be sent from a Birmingham hospital 90 minutes away, and it arrived too late. We reached Linda Blackman-Lowry yesterday by phone. She says telling her story for the book that inspired the new musical wasn't easy. Turning 15 on the road to freedom was not easy, and it still isn't. Um, It took me 40-plus years to be able to talk about different things, um, including the uh, death of my mom when I was seven. Um, And that's what gave me my determination to change things. I made a vow when I was seven that when I got big, I was going to change things and nobody would ever have to grow up without a mommy again because of the color of her skin. And um, getting big meant seeing uh, and hearing Dr. King speak at the age of 13 and um, being empowered by three words he said, steady, loving confrontation. And to this day, I use those three words in in my life and, and things I try to do. Um, going to jail nine times, twice in a state prison camp, <laughs> and being and uh, of course being beaten on that bridge, along with many others, and. Um, being able to walk from Selma to Montgomery and make the entire trip, turning 15 on the second day of that march. None of that um, has been easy. But it took me over 40 years to be able to tell the story of turning 15 on the road to freedom and to see it as a play, a musical play, as many times as I have seen it, Kyle, I get excited. I sit up there and cry um, watching it because I, I've seen it, you know, from the beginning in person to um, now virtually. And, and it doesn't matter how many times I see it, I, I will uh, cry doing watching it. What is it like to see it live with other people? And I'm assuming some people in the audience who might not know your story, might not know who you are, and to watch your life up there on stage with with strangers who are hearing about it for the first time. What's that like? That that's um, now that's the interesting, really interesting part to me because I, I see so many ranges of emotion from uh, young 
old <laughs> and older, <laughs> including myself, and and people being in awe, and I'm thinking, oh my God, they're in awe of something that I did, something I said. So that um that that empowers me to keep going when I feel tired and I I, I want to get give up. That empowers me to keep going. I imagine there are people who are in awe. But I imagine there are also people who are inspired to see what you did then, what you have done since. And and perhaps there can be at least some of that fire in their belly after learning about your story. I believe so. I get um, so many letters from from schools, from um, um, elementary, intermediate and high schoolers uh, that has heard just a recording from uh, NPR, you know, in their states and so forth, uh, cities, and tell me how inspired they are, that they know that they too can make change, and that's what they're going to do as they grow. And not saying, I'm going to wait until I get big, but most of them say, they're going to make change as they grow. Because I let um, young and old alike know that they have a voice and they have to use that voice or they're going to lose that voice. And that change will only come when um, you decide to do something about it. You can't wait for... uh, We'll never have another uh, Martin Luther King or uh, Malcolm X or uh, um, anybody like that leading the forefront. You have to take up that mantle and and lead it. I often tell people when I'm speaking that um, in the 60s, it it seemed as if seemed to me that we, the children of the movement, was uh, ordained to do what we did. Yeah. We couldn't let our parents go out and and uh, march and, and get arrested and lose their jobs. We, back in the, in the 60s, knew if that was to happen, it was going to break up the family unit. And um, we also knew, because growing up for me, I grew up in a community called the uh, George Washington Carver Homes, the good old GWC projects. And uh, we were a community. There was unity in that community. And um, the children of the 60s, in Birmingham, 63, Selma, 65, we put unity in this nation. We we united the nation. And uh, we knew our jobs was kind of dangerous, but we knew who our enemy was. We knew that the people under those white sheets did not look like us. 
Now, the job that uh, people have today, as far as I'm concerned, that we have today is to put the word human back in the word humanity. Given what you've experienced, given that you have seen change, but given that there are setbacks and there have been regressions, I know you talk about bringing human back into the word humanity. Are you optimistic about the future that we have? I'm going to always be optimistic because I I didn't know uh, and didn't believe that as a child that um, we could change um, things, and and we did. So I'm going to always be optimistic, yes. I I believe that uh, we as a people, and I'm talking about all of God's rainbow, all colors, we as a people will make that change. We will have to sing, uh, we shall overcome. One day, my uh, great-great-grands and so forth, along with others, will be able to sing, we have overcome. I cannot wait to to get my ticket and watch it. I, I understand why it's canceled. We're in a horribly confusing, complicated time, but I can't wait to see it uh, yeah. virtually. And you will enjoy it. I, I know you will. <laughs> Everyone that that um, will see Turning 15 on the Road to Freedom, the musical play, um, we, uh, uh, we'll, we'll get something from it. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sure. And my voice will always, to me, be heard because whether it's me speaking as I am now on this radio or somebody watching the play or somebody reading the book, um, they're going to get, they're going to take something away from it um, and keep that part of whatever they take within them. And they're going to work and make and, and do do something good with it. I believe my voice will never be silent that way. Linda Blackman-Lowry talked with us yesterday. The tour, Turning 15 on the Road to Freedom, was canceled, but will still be virtually part of this year's Colgate Classroom Series and the Walton Arts Center 10x10 Series. Tickets are free for schools as part of the Colgate Classroom Series. Public tickets, $10 per household. Ticket holders will receive a link tomorrow to view the performance. That link will be active through February 16th. There is also a question and answer session with Ms. Lowry included in that virtual performance. You can learn more at waltonartcenter.org. Well, my granddaddy marched mm-hmm. and my grandmama too. Mm-hmm. I never thought it'd be something that I'd have to do. But I'll march if I must. Mm-hmm. I'm on mission, you see. And mm-hmm. I'll be damned if my children have to march for me. Now I believe mm-hmm. in the power of raising my voice. And I believe in the power of making some noise. If I die, can't sing, and if I can't sing, I'll die. So we can sing for one another. Now let's give it a try. So we sing. Let's sing out, march on from the musical Turning 15 on the Road to Freedom.